Welcome to Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper. This broadcast will challenge and encourage God's people to seek revival. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to Striving for Revival. Welcome to the Striving for Revival radio broadcast. This is Brother Justin Cooper coming today from somewhere along the Revival Trail. My, what a privilege it is to have you join us for the broadcast today. And what an honor it is to take the King James Bible and to share with you some eternal truth from the very Word of God. Today I'll be looking into Genesis 29 again, and we'll finish out this chapter today as we look at the story of Jacob and Laban, Rachel and Leah, and we'll continue what we began last study as Jacob has set out to serve Laban, and he said he'll serve him for seven years just to be able to marry his younger daughter, Rachel. Now, if you've missed our prior Bible studies, those are waiting for you via the podcast. And if you ever miss us on the radio, you'll catch us on the podcast. Our podcast is found on every podcast platform. Just type in Striving for Revival. Do a Google search for that, and it'll come right up. You'll find us. And all of that, of course, is free. We just want you to listen. And I pray it'll be a help and a blessing to you as we study our Bible together. I know many of you listen on your way to work. You listen as you take your kids to school. And some of you say you listen while you're at the gym and at work. And don't get fired for that. If you do, I can't I can't pay your unemployment. But I'm just glad that you listen however and whenever you get the time to do it. And thank you for making this a part of your Bible study life. And we need that. I like, I, I like that. Now, I study the Bible on my own every day day. But I use other resources uh, to help me grow as well. And what I found is it's amazing how I can listen to somebody uh, as they take the Scripture and do an exposition of the Scripture, or they just give a thought from the text, and they'll say something that maybe I had not seen or had not thought of, and God can use just maybe a, a thought even that that person dropped, and I'll get an entire message from that, or it'll steer me in a direction of study. And so we need each other. Iron does sharpen iron. And I pray that this Bible study is a time of sharpening in your life and in mine as well. Now, we remember the story, Jacob has been sent out from Isaac and Rebekah because of the scheme, the conniving of Rebekah and Jacob to steal the blessing from Esau. And Esau now hates Jacob. He wants to kill Jacob. And so Jacob is sent by his parents away. And Isaac tells him to go to Laban and to look for a wife there. He's not to marry a Canaanite. He's not to get to unequally yoked. He's to go to his kindred and find him a wife. Jacob has set out and stopped by a well. He's introduced to Laban's servants. And then Rachel comes, Laban's daughter. The Bible said she's his younger daughter and she's very pretty. And Jacob likes what he sees, love at first sight. And he goes to Laban and tells Laban he's there to serve him. Laban said, well, what should I give you as compensation? I'm not going to let you serve me for nothing. What, what, what can I give you in return? And Jacob said, I'll serve you for Rachel. And he said, I'll serve you for seven years. He said, seven years just to get the chance to marry Rachel. And I thought about that. Seven years is a long time. But you know why he did it? Because he loved her. He said, I don't mind. He said, I don't mind to labor a long time. I don't mind to toil and serve. I don't mean I don't mind to wait because of my love for her. And that ought to be our motivation. In fact, in verse 20, it said, And Jacob served seven years for Rachel, and they seemed unto him but a few days for the love he had to her. That needs to be our motivation in our service for God. It ought to be love. If you do what you do just because it's your job, if you do what you do 
because it's expected. If you do what you do out of just simply duty and never any devotion, you're going to dry up. You're going to burn out. You're going to fall by the wayside. You and I need to do what we do because we love the Lord. All right, verse 21, let's pick up some new reading. And Jacob said unto Laban, Give me my wife, for my days are fulfilled, that I may go in unto her. And Laban gathered together all the men of the place and made a feast. That's a wedding now. They're getting ready to do the ceremony, and everybody's gathered around. And uh, Jacob's excited. He's worked for seven years, and he's fixing to get hitched, finally. That love is about to be fulfilled in his life. And the Bible said, It came to pass in the evening that he took Leah, his daughter, and brought her to him, and he went in unto her. And Laban gave unto his daughter Leah Zilpah, his maid, for an handmaid. And it came to pass that in the morning, behold, it was Leah. And he said to Laban, What is this that thou hast done unto me? Did not I serve with thee for Rachel? Wherefore then hast thou beguiled me? Can you imagine that? Jacob has been serving for seven years. Now, I'm not good at math, but you do 365 days times seven. That's a lot of days. That's a lot of hours. That's a lot of minutes. That's a lot of months, a lot of weeks. And Jacob has been working because he wants Rachel. He loves her. He wants to get married to her. He wants her to be his and him to be hers. And so he didn't care to work because of his love for Rachel. Now there's the wedding. Man, Jacob got all dolled up. He got his hair combed. He probably shaved a little bit. Got on a nice-looking suit and tie. Went down there to the church house. It's all decked out in white. There's doves flying, people throwing rice at each other. Mother-in-law's fighting like cats and dogs. He's thinking, man, I can't wait to get married. And then the bride comes down the aisle with that veil on her face. They give their vows. They say, I do have the honeymoon. And Jacob's just in love. He's in love. He's in love. And then the next morning, there's old Jacob. He's down there in their first time homebuyer's house. He's sitting at that little kitchen table. He's drinking a fresh cup of coffee, reading the uh, the uh, the uh, uh, the Canaan Land Times. And he's just seeing what's going on. He's thinking, man, I'm so blessed. I got to marry Rachel. Man, there's no girl as pretty as Rachel. There's nobody looks just like Rachel. I tell you, I sure do love Rachel. She's mine and I'm hers, and man, I got married to Rachel. He's all excited about it, drinking his coffee, singing, the birds and bees are flying everywhere. He's as lucky to be him, he thinks. And then he hears the sound of those pretty little feet pattering down the hallway. And he thinks, oh my, here she comes. He said, if she looks so good before, I bet she looks even better now. She's my wife. I can't wait to see her. This is our first day together. I can't wait to kiss her on the on the mouth and say, man, it's good to be married to you. And here she came down the hallway and Jacob looks up from his coffee. He doesn't see what he thought he's going to see. He looks up and doesn't see a woman who's a good looker. He sees a woman who's got uh, who's got some tender eyes. The Bible said a great personality. And he pff, spits out his coffee, throws down the paper, said, whoa, what in the world is going on around here? He gets a little bit upset about that. He wasn't trying to marry Leah. He wanted to marry Rachel. And he goes back and said, why'd you trick me? Why'd you beguile me? And Laban said, it must not be so done in our country to give the younger before the firstborn. Fulfill her week, and we'll give thee this also for the service which thou shalt serve me yet seven other years. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm not, I'm not coughing over the prospect of serving 14 years for two women. I mean, who in the world is that crazy? One's enough trouble as it is. But here, I, I, had, a, I had something in my throat, I promise you. But here's the deal. Laban said, hey, listen, I can't give you the younger daughter first. It's not customary. I've got to give you the older. But here it is. You serve me seven more years. If you serve me seven more years, then I'll give you Rachel. You see, you talk about love, Jacob does it. I'm telling you, he commits to seven more uh, two terms of seven years and for double trouble two wives he he served seven more years and Jacob did so and fulfilled her week and he gave him Rachel 
his daughter to wife also. And Laban gave to Rachel his daughter Bilhah, his handmaid, to be her maid. And he went in also unto Rachel, and he loved also Rachel more than Leah, and served with him yet seven other years. And when the Lord saw that Leah was hated, he opened her womb, but Rachel was barren. By what, that, that's, isn't that good that God, God sees? God sees when you're mistreated. God sees when you're done wrong. God sees when things aren't going the way they ought to in your life. And God can intervene and bless. And God does that for Leah. He knows that Jacob doesn't really love her, but God loved her. Isn't that a blessing? You might not have anybody around you that seems to care, but God does. You might not think anybody loves you, but I'm glad God does. Other folks might do you wrong, but Jesus won't do you wrong. You've got no reason to complain or be disappointed in the Lord. He's always good to us. And Leah conceived and bare a son, and she called his name Reuben. For she said, Surely the Lord hath looked upon my affliction. Now therefore my husband will love me. And she conceived again. God always does more than expected, and bare a son, and said, Because the Lord hath heard that I was hated, he hath therefore given me this son also. And she called his name Simeon. And she conceived again, and bare a son, and said, Now this time will my husband be joined unto me, because I have borne him three sons, therefore was his name called Levi. And she conceived again, and bare a son, and she said, Now will I praise the Lord. Therefore she called his name Judah, and left bearing. Now, if you noticed, as we read through the names of those boys, what's happening here are uh, is rather the fathers of these tribes of Israel are being born. And we see Leah gave birth to many of them, Reuben, the Bible said, Simeon, uh, Levi, Judah, all of those sons are born in chapter 29 to Leah. Now, we'll continue the study in chapter 30, next Bible study, and God is going to now open the barren womb of Rachel, and Rachel will bear children as well, and we'll see what happens as we tune in next broadcast. Well, our time is gone. Until next time, pray with me for Revival. Thank you for joining us today for Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper. Listen at this time every weekday as we strive for revival.